Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, alcohol consumption in South Africa is uh, reportedly off the charts. Although only 43% of adult men in our country drink and about one in five women consumption per drinker is so high that per capita consumption, uh, which includes non-drinkers, that's as higher than most other countries. Joining us now to unpack this uh, drinking issue that the country is uh, facing at the moment, Nicholas Barr, campaign manager of DG Murray Trust's Alcohol Harms Reduction Program. Nicholas, great to hear from you again. Welcome on board. Oh, thank you so much, Michael. It's a great pleasure speaking to you all of the time. Uh, and <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, is yeah. there ever not a time to have a sobering conversation about alcohol in South Africa? I would argue that there isn't. Uh, you, know, you spelled out um, the problems that we're, we're faced with when it comes to alcohol. But sure. yeah, DGMT, the Alcohol Harms Reduction Campaign, we don't have a problem with alcohol per se. It's binge mm-hmm. drinking and heavy drinking that's, uh, that's an issue. And I mean, the data illustrates that, right? Um, Certainly. Only a third of South Africans drink, but half of that third binge drink and heavy drink to the point uh, that we as a nation have the fifth highest alcohol consumption on the planet. Insane, if you think about Sorry, it. Sorry, Nicholas, say, repeat that statistic again. So, clear. So only a third of South Africans drink. Right? Yeah. However, that, that basically says that only one in three South Africans um, uh, actually allow alcohol to pass their lips, right? But right. Half of that third binge and heavy drink to such an extent that we have, as a nation, the fifth highest alcohol consumption on the planet. It's, it's a crazy statistic, and it's, and it's costing us socially and economically. There was a study done in 2014 showing that the cost to the fiscus are 277 billion rand annually. Now, that's in health and social-related costs and other knock-on effects like lost productivity. Now, if you're waiting for your eyes to water, I'll give, it, I'll give you something that's uh, a little bit stronger than onions. Adjusted for inflation in 2023 terms, right. that's 433 billion rand a year, Michael. It's really a staggering figure. And essentially, <laughs> it's, you yeah, know, if you don't look at the, the economics of it all, one in 10 deaths in South Africa can also be attributed to alcohol. Uh, and, you know, I firmly believe uh, that we're not doing enough to try and temper this, this heavy and binge drinking. Sure. Um, and government can do a lot more. Nicholas, uh, let, let's delve a bit deeper into that. Why, is, why do we have this problem? Where does it stem from? What are the, what are the, grassroots, what are the grassroots, grassroots reasons for this? Well, look, uh, in terms of, of the way that South Africa consumes alcohol, mm-hmm. we have to look at, at how readily available and, and regulated it is. Sure. Um, uh, across the length and breadth of South African society. Mm-hmm. Studies have illustrated that we have a lot of unregulated um, uh, supply of uh, alcohol, not only in, in um, rural and township communities, but indeed in um, uh, suburbs as well as uh, central business districts across the length and breadth of South Africa. Right. Um, and, and it's this availability, it's this marketing, and right. that it led to these shocking statistics that, that, uh, that, that I spoke to you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I, I failed to mention as well, fetal alcohol syndrome. Did you know, Mike, we have the highest reported incidence of fetal alcohol syndrome in the world? Uh, and essentially, if we don't try and take some progressive measures to, uh, to, to deal with heavy and binge drinking in South Africa, we're setting ourselves up for 
um, for, for disaster. Right. Um, and, and essentially, when you look at it, of what we can do, what the government can do, the government can, can try and intervene in terms of the pricing of alcohol. Right. Now, I, I, I'm certainly one person that enjoys a, you know, a, a bevy now and again. Well, who here. doesn't want to wet their whistle now and then, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And we've gotten used to this thing called sin taxes. Mm-hmm. It was something that was introduced by Trevor Manuel in the mid-90s. It's been there for almost 30 years. Right. It's gone through Lantla Nene, Nene. It's gone through Kavi Gordon. It's gone through Enoch Gordon Kwana, Tito Mbaweni. You name it, they've always implemented sin taxes. But mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, South Africa's still got among the cheapest alcohol in the world. A 2018 Deutsche Bank uh, study um, showed that Cape Town and Johannesburg, comparatively, uh, and other large cities, right, right. have... Uh, among the top five cheapest beer available in the world. And what we're calling for at the DG Murray Trust is a, is a whole raft of interventions by the government. One of sure. them um, is minimum unit pricing. Now, that's similar to some taxes in that the regulatory mechanism that's going to set the price, uh, the base price at which a standard unit of alcohol can be sold. So right. Very, very, very uh, simply put, say you've got a 750 milliliter bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And out of that 750 milliliters, you can measure 75 milliliters of pure alcohol. And we implemented wow. 10 rand per 15 milliliter of pure alcohol, with 15 milliliter being standard unit measurement, a tot, if you will. That bottle of wine must cost at least 50 rand before production, profit, excise, any of the other costs related into that bottle of wine. Um, uh, you know, is, is slapped in. Nicholas, sorry, um, very, very quickly, are you, would you say that syntax is, uh, there needs to be an increase? It needs to be, as you say, Trevor Mandel introduced this, it seems to have been a pretty, uh, pretty uh, good prohibitor. Uh, do, does it need more impact? Does it need to be yeah, well, well, an increase placed well, on it? I think, you know, if you look at the syntaxes that were implemented last week by the Inokodongwana, the excess mm-hmm. duty um, on, on beer, 10, 10 cents, wine, 18 cents, spreads, 390. Yes. It is hurting the pocket of drinkers, but it's not hurting the pocket of heavy drinkers to the point that they're changing their consumption patterns. Right. And so, so syntax is, is but one um, uh, intervention that government can use. We're right. calling for another intervention in the form of minimum unit pricing. Mm-hmm. And let's look elsewhere in the world. I mean, Russia, uh, they were lethally consuming vodka. I mean, I know that's a cliched thing, but life expectancy <laughs> was all the way down to right. 57 in the wow. 1990s wow. in Russia. But they implemented minimum unit pricing, and that's, uh, you know, their life expectancy is all the way up to 68 now. And sure. uh, I just need to reiterate, Mike, in closing, that mm-hmm. you know, this, there's no silver bullet to try and sort out heavy and binge drinking in South Africa. We understand that alcohol consumption is tied to um, the South African culture in a certain sure. In, sure. In a certain way and shape. Indeed. And we don't have a problem with alcohol per se at the DG Murray Trust Alcohol Harms Reduction Campaign. What we have a problem with is binge and heavy drinking. Right. And there's a whole raft of legislation that's sitting gathering dust from the Liquor Amendment Bill of 2016 to the Control of Marketing Alcohol Beverages Bill of 2012 mm-hmm. um, that government's not using to try and deal with this social ill that's causing uh, really damage to South Africa's economy and society. Like I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, 433 billion rand a year that is costing wow. South African wow. Wow. It's Nic- crazy. We start looking at creative solutions. Sure, Nicholas. Okay, we, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to cut you short there. We have run out of time. We just need a quicker news update. Would love to imp- unpack this a bit more with you. But, uh, Nicholas, always a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks so much for joining us on the show this afternoon. I just wish we could have just unpacked a few more questions. But, of course, now we are restricted uh, by time. We do have other things scheduled. Nicholas Barr, campaign manager of DG Murray Trust's Alcohol Harms Reduction Program.